CPAC 2020, the event of the year for conservatives. The Gail Trotter Show, right in D.C., was there interviewing all the right kind of people. And now, your host, Gail Trotter. Hi, I'm Gail Trotter, host of Right in D.C. Today, we're so excited to have Tracy Beans as a guest on our podcast. Hi, thanks for thanks for having me. This is fun. So you're the founder and the head of UncoverDC.com. Yes, yes, it's an investigative journalism site where we do actual journalism. So I, we were originally going to have you on, but you were trapped by security <laughs> downstairs. So uh, would you say there's a lot of enthusiasm for CPAC this year? It seems like there are a lot of people. Yeah, there are a lot of people. There were a lot of people trapped by security also. <laughs> They're all trapped downstairs. It was a huge mob of people because Vice President Pence was speaking. I find sometimes that when you're in those long security lines, you have good conversations with people and you might get tips. Did you have any good conversations while you were waiting in line? I did bump into a few folks who gave me some tips. Um, um, actually, more outside the hotel than inside, but yes, there's a lot of people here, a lot of influential people are here, and a lot of people have a lot to say, so yeah, definitely. So we on the podcast have been following the Mueller investigation, the FISA abuses, and all of the efforts to undermine the 2016 presidential results that have gone on for the last three years, and I understand that's what you work on as well. Yes, yes, because it's the biggest story of our, of our time, and there's a a lot there's a short supply of real information coming out about it even from some of the more honest outlets they don't get into the minutiae I think they gloss over stuff you you know if you've been paying attention this story is so complicated and intricate there's so many different storylines so there's enough to go around um, they just need some we need some like actual reporting on what's happening so yeah do you feel like there's one aspect I think it's really important that you're saying how complicated it is and how many uh, permutations there are and I would also say for my my input on it is that there's been such such an effort to cover it up and to uh, make sure this information did not hit Americans so that they wouldn't understand what was going on at the highest levels of our government but do you think there's any particular aspect of this story that you've worked on that you think Americans really don't know enough about that's kind of a bite-sized piece of this entire process? I think that if people really want to learn more, they would focus a lot more on the case of General Flynn. It's really the linchpin of a good majority of the, the coup attempt, I would say, because they were after General Flynn just as hard, if not harder, than President Trump because of what he was planning on doing with the intelligence community, all the information he knew from being in the Obama administration, and that was kind of the ball that got things rolling. Halper was setting up General Flynn in 2015. So for those who don't follow it super closely, what was General Flynn planning to do to the intelligence committee? community. Basically gut, gut the agencies, slim them down, remove the politics from within them, and get things working again for America rather than for the interests of all over the world. You see this happen in the entrenched bureaucracy just within the impeachment hearings alone. You know, every impeachment witness was involved in the corruption. So it, it's, it's a global epidemic. It's not just here in the United States, which is why you're seeing people squirming so so frantically to try and stop information from coming out. We saw a lot of talking points by the Democrats and the elites in Washington, D.C. that President Trump in, in reassigning essentially Vindman and firing Sondland, that he was being, quote, vindictive or petty or that there was this retaliation. What is your view of that? Um, 
those positions are at the pleasure of the president and whatever the the spin they try to put doesn't really matter at the end of the day. Um, you know, you don't go into a position like Vindman had to advance your own policy objectives. Again, a bureaucrat does not, you know, they're used to getting their way, status quo, the think tanks, the money and things like that. When you have someone that differs with you on your perspective, the way things should go, he, there's no congruence there. There's no position for Vinman. So, so what would he continue to do? You know, try to change call transcripts so that they could get rid of him? Yeah, just undermine the Trump administration. Exactly. So it's his decision. If he wanted to fire every ambassador like Obama did, he could have done that. Um, I think people see through the spin now. It's, it's too much already. I mean, everything. And back to General Flynn. So when he met with the FBI agents, he didn't realize he was being interrogated. He didn't realize he was under scrutiny or under any kind of investigation. And when the FBI agents were asked later if they thought that he had lied in the investigation, they didn't think that that was the case. Has your reporting uh, done anything related to that as well? Yes, actually, we just got some more information when the FISA report came out that one of the, the agents that interviewed Flynn, Joseph Pienka, he had given a briefing to President Trump and his transition team and administration, and they were using that briefing to gauge a baseline for General Flynn's behavior. And now that we know that that's true because of the report, it actually gives, it bolsters the assessment of Pianca that General Flynn wasn't lying. Because if you had just met him and you said he wasn't lying, that's one thing. But if you had gone specifically to gauge his demeanor and then you still say he wasn't lying, that's a different that's a different story. That is such an important point. Can you reiterate that? Because I don't think people understand that little permutation of this larger picture. Yeah, so before the before the whole case started, Joseph Pienka went and gave a briefing, a you know, basically a confidential presidential brief to the Trump team. And General Flynn was there. And one of the reasons he was tasked to go there to give this briefing was to be able to gauge General Flynn's baseline behavior, how he acts when he's not under interrogation, what are his normal manner, how does he normally speak? What you know? What are the cadence of his voice? All that stuff. Wow, that's really very specific and very detailed. And sounds like it's something that is routinely done in this area. In investigations, yes. When you're an FBI agent, you you do. Yeah, certainly. So knowing that, it actually helps. It's exculpatory towards General Flynn. So the fact that they have withheld all this, and you know, we got the FISA report that came out. They held off the entire case to be able to see what was inside of it. And then it seems like, you know, everybody tried to rush through and, and make things happen. There was just a docket entry on the case today, actually, that they need to submit um, some conflict of interest decisions by the 6th of March and then the 20th, there'll be a hearing if that, they change them all the time, so you don't know, but it's moving. So how have you found your position as being an investigative journalist and reporting on all of this? How do you sustain yourself? What what motivates you to do this in the first place? Um, I just feel like we're at a very interesting time in history. The the media in and of itself is completely changing. It's it's a, a very interesting free market, um, and it's it's time for a change. So I was doing this anyway, and I just I, it's what I'm here to do, in my opinion. So I'm doing it, and I'm happy. Where can people find you on Twitter, and do you have a, a website that you can share with everyone? Sure, you can find me at uncoverdc.com, and you can find me on Twitter at Tracy Beans with a Z at the end. 
And do you have any final message that you want people to understand about the FISA, General Flynn, and all of these things that we're working to undermine a democratically elected president? Just keep your eyes peeled. Make sure that you triple and quadruple vet your information. Make sure you're getting from outlets that you can trust and inform yourselves because that's the only way you can make good decisions. Excellent. Thank you so much for being with us, Tracy. Thanks for having me. Thanks. Thanks for listening to The Gail Trotter Show, right in D.C. Be sure to sign up for her mailing list on her website, gailtrotter.com. And also, follow her on Twitter, at Gail Trotter, as well as on Facebook and Instagram. Subscribe now, it's easy. Thanks for listening. Share the truth. Share The Gail Trotter Show.